Welcome to Redo of Life, a podcast that gives you the prescription for a fresh start. I'm your host and registered nurse, ready to inject you with the power to transform your life. Because we all deserve a second chance. Let's rewind and press Redo on Life together. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Redo of Life. How are you? How was your week? How are you feeling? I hope that I find you well. And if not, well, this is the place for you to be right now. Listening to this podcast because I hope that I can be of help. So I'm a little bit excited about this episode because this topic is so interesting. I could talk about it for hours. However, there is a lot of personal things that I'm going to be sharing And honestly, this is not something that I would like everybody to know, but I'm doing this because I want you to know that you're not the only person going through this. And I also want to change this culture that says that being vulnerable is bad. We have to understand that we are all humans and we have feelings. Let's start by normalizing talking about him. And remember, friend, you're not alone. I've said it so many times, and I'm always going to say it in this podcast, you are not alone. I think this should be my motto and probably I should put it on my intro because I say it so many times, but it's so true. So let's get into it. What we're going to talk today about is something that each one of us struggle with. And like the title says, the biggest battle our mind. One of the hardest things for me and something that I struggle with the most since I've been able to reason, I think, is to control my mind. And that includes control of my thoughts, emotions, and feelings. How many of you have had that problem, right? Many times I feel that I'm in autopilot going through life and I'm constantly trying to take control of the steering wheel. Instead of me controlling my mind, it controls me. This has made me realize that This is a battle within ourselves and that we have to fight it 24-7. This battlefield has soldiers of doubt and fear that stand tall with their swords, sharpened with memories of pain and failure. They have an army of voices that only whisper negative thoughts, trying to put us down. You know, when you finally take the courage to start doing something new, and guess what? Your mind comes and says, are you sure you're going to be good enough doing that? Are you sure you're going to make it? I don't think so. Or maybe my recent example. What are you going to talk about in a podcast? (laughs) That's what my mind was saying. Depression, anxiety, phobias, addictions all represent battles of our mind. Some days we have victory in the field, but some other days we feel defeated. Everyone's mind battle looks different. The intensity of it varies from individual to individual. And guys, this is such a sensitive and deep subject because it's different for everyone. And it's influenced by your life experiences and all the things that you go through. So I'm not claiming by any means to be an expert, but I'm sharing this as my understanding of life through my own eyes, through all the things that I've gone through, which it might be wrong, but it's the only thing that has helped me understand how I can change my mind. So when we reflect about what makes us who we are, we're talking about a mix between DNA makeup, so genetics, right, and life experiences, which that includes our upbringing, cultural and environmental impact, and positive and negative situation slash experiences. Let's think about it this way. All of our experiences, 
get registered in our brain. However, our brain speaks a different language. So for it to understand everything that we go through, it gets translated into feelings, which then produces a thought or vice versa, because a thought can also produce a feeling. And at some point, these become our reality. This process happens constantly in our lives. It only takes seconds and we're not even aware that it's happening. So let's talk about that process again. After an experience happens to us, our brain takes a certain path that helps us deal with the emotions that were caused. So next time we experience something similar, we're more prone to choosing the same path to deal with our emotions. Does that sound familiar? Those are called coping mechanisms. They're usually taught to us as children, and then also growing up, we see how the adults around us cope with life situations, and then we repeat these patterns in our own life. But the problem comes when our brain learns to take the wrong path when dealing with life. What happens when, due to our genetic makeup, we're already less resilient to life circumstances? What happens when we use the wrong coping mechanisms? What happens when negative thoughts overpower anything else? That's when mental health issues arise. Depression, anxiety, eating disorders, phobias, and even some physical diseases, I believe they're all born in our mind. And hold on, when I say this, I don't mean that we make them up and they're not real. No. I mean that everything that we experience goes through our mind and how we deal with the situation will determine the outcome of what we will undergo after. Sometimes we're not even aware that we have toxic patterns that we repeat over and over and that sinks us more and more into our issues. For example, I am more prone to negativity And I didn't realize how negative I could be until I got married. So my husband is a very positive, outgoing person. And when we, you know, discuss the normal and common things of life, a lot of the times I would always put excuses or would say things that were negative about the situation. And one time he told me, he's like, hey, why are you being so negative about this? And I didn't realize I was doing it. But my brain is so used to thinking that way. My brain is so used to taking those paths to deal with everyday life that it had become the norm for me. So I have been working on trying to change that mindset and trying to think more positive than negative. Because, and let me tell you, negativity is a virus that can swallow you whole if you're not careful. I speak by experience. Especially If you're more prone to depression and anxiety or any mental issue, negativity will be your worst enemy. And if you take a closer look to all these issues that we've mentioned before, they all start with negative thoughts. So let's take anxiety, for example. Anxiety, summarized, is basically always thinking the worst that can happen. Negativity, right? Eating disorders. They're very complex, but they start by, you know, having those thoughts of, I need to look a certain way. I'm ugly. My size is not perfect. I don't look as good as somebody else. Depression. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm not worthy. Thinking that my worth is tied up to something that happened to me. So all of those things are negative thoughts that just sinks us into that issue more and more. Because these thoughts become our reality, 
and they turn into a problem because they don't allow us to function in the best way we could. They paralyze us and keep us in a cage unable to move forward in life. And I know this because I have been there. I struggle with depression and I'm being very vulnerable right now because honestly this is not something you want to broadcast and place on your Instagram bio, right? However, I'm sharing it because I want you to know that you're not alone. I know what it feels like to not have any strength left to keep going. I know what it feels like to sometimes wonder if everything will be better if it just stopped for a second. I know what it feels like to feel you're not worth and you don't deserve anything good. That's exactly why I've had to learn that this battle needs fighting. You can't let your mind take control because it will place you in the darkest hole there is. The good news is that your mind can be controlled. I haven't made it there yet and I'm still working on it. But honestly, I think this fight doesn't end, but you have to take the wins day by day. The most important thing I've realized is that in order to control your mind, we need daily exercise. So again, I have made a list and I don't think this list is complete because there are other things that we can do to win this battle. But I try to highlight the most important stuff because it will take this episode too long for me to talk about everything. So the first step on this journey is called self-awareness, understanding yourself. And this can help you recognize behaviors and patterns that may be hindering progress and causing difficulties in life. If you don't understand the way your own mind works, then you're never going to be able to dominate it. So this is the priority, the first thing that you have to do. Understanding yourself and the way your brain is used to thinking is the first line of defense against your own mind. Step number two, it's also very important, and it's going back to the root of the problem. You have to go way back, starting by your parents. Who are they? How was their childhood like? What's the family tree history? Do you have people that have dealt with mental health issues? Because your problems can be genetic as well, physiologic, things that have been transmitted to you by your parents. And that is very important to know. For example, in trying to figure out the things that I have to deal with, I had to go way back and I'm going to share my experience without going into so many details because I also want to respect my family's privacy. But it starts with their childhood. My dad didn't have the best childhood. Um, he had a lot of traumatic things growing up. And he wasn't really treated as a child should be. My mom, on the other hand, she also dealt with some hard things in her childhood and some addictions that were going on on her family, which also impacted her as a child. So this influenced them into growing up with many negative emotions that later on manifested as depression or anxiety. Then we fast forward to when my mom was pregnant with me. And their life situation in that moment was a terrible situation to be in. She was under a lot of stress. Many family issues and situations were happening. And you know when you're in your mother's womb, everything that she experiences, you are going to feel it as well. 
So you know, I didn't think that those things could have an impact in my life afterwards. Because my childhood was beautiful and it was full of good things. I actually didn't experience anything out of the usual until I became a teenager and I started being more aware of my feelings and emotions. But when that started happening, I had to go way back and learn that actually a lot of the things happened when I wasn't even born. And then a lot of it, on the other hand, it's also genetics. And what my mom and my dad have had to deal with, now it's been passed down onto me as well. And that kind of gave me a weird sense of peace of mind because I understood that I'm not crazy, okay? (laughs) I'm not, and you're not either. Some people just have or are more prone to mental health issues and mental health problems. It can be due to genetics. It can be due to things that had happened in your life. For me, it was mostly genetics. Sometimes it's just about understanding how your brain works. And the good news is that those things can be changed. And I have good and bad days. Some days I feel at the bottom. Some days I'm slowly climbing out. And some other days I'm outside the hole and I can breathe. So it's all about grasping your past so you can understand your present. And that takes me to the third step, which is change your perspective. Change how you view yourself and how you view the world. And I think this is the hardest thing to do ever. I believe that the key to happiness doesn't lie on anything external or in your current life situation, but in mastering control over yourself. Once you're able to change your perspective and influence your mind into a positive mindset, then you can be happy no matter the circumstances. And maybe it sounds cheesy, but changing your perspective will revolution your life. Just try it and you will see a difference. I have struggled a lot with self-confidence and being able to see my worth. It's always been so easy for me to see how amazing other people are, but I was unable to recognize my own talents. Over the years, I have grown into loving myself more and more, but it wasn't really until I understood where my worth comes from that I was really freed. And to explain what I mean by that, I want to start by reading this Bible verse to you. And trust me, I'm not a preacher and I'm not trying to preach to you, but this has given me a total different sense of self-worth. And you can find it in Psalms 139 verse 13. And it says, For you created my inmost being. You need me together in my mother's womb. How amazing is that? I had heard this verse multiple times, but I never really took the time to analyze it. God created me and knit me together. Me, Mina. So I want you to think about it a little bit. Put your name in this sentence. He created, insert your name, and knit you together. I realize that my worth is given by someone far greater and amazing. And no one, not even what I think about myself, can take that worth away. Once I grasped that our worth is given to us by someone perfect, I also understood that our worth is not tied to our actions or mistakes. 
I want you to hear me out. We are not less worthy because we've messed up. Friend, you're not less worthy of being loved. You're not less worthy as a person because you made a mistake. Our goal should be to strive to be better and not to make mistakes. But as humans, we are going to make mistakes. And that does not take our worth away. How amazing. This helped me view myself in a totally different light. I understand now that yes, there are amazing, talented people out there in the world. But so am I. And life is not a competition about who is better than who, but it's all about working hard to be a better version of yourself, to be better than what you were yesterday. You are amazing. You can be amazing because you're already worth it. So hear me out. Even if you feel no one in this world loves you or you have no one left by your side, know that God loved you even before you were born. Wow. And he sent Jesus down to die in the cross for you just to make sure that you could leave. Did you know he did that for you? He did it because you're special. What greater act of love can be done more than this? What else do you need to understand that you are so worth it, friend? What else? Change how you view yourself and start loving yourself. That is when you'll win the battle against your mind that is always trying to put you down. Diving deep into God's promises for us has helped me tremendously. And I'll probably end up doing an episode uh, on all of them because it's such an extensive topic and this episode, it's already very long. But stay tuned for that next episode where I'm going to talk about promises that we can find in the Bible that help us deal with depression and anxiety and things that he has said in the Bible to help us navigate life. But now... We have got to the fourth and final step of this list. And this is a really important thing, and it's seeking help. Because if you don't, sometimes it can be too late. If you're experiencing strong negative thoughts about maybe hurting yourself or ending your life, please talk to someone. You don't have to do this alone. I know that your pain is so deep and it feels so unbearable. You just want everything to stop. You just need a break. But ending your life is not the answer. Life can be better, and I know because I have experienced it. Life can be enjoyable. You just need a little help, and that can mean a friend, someone to talk to, or maybe starting a treatment, taking some pills, or going to therapy. Whatever it is that you need to do, Just do it and get some help. Your loved ones need to know what you're going through. You don't have to carry it alone. Talk to them. Sometimes the simple fact of verbalizing your feelings already makes them lose their power and they start to fade away. And if you don't have anyone to talk to, I am here for you, my friend. We can figure out a way out of this hole. I promise. <laughs> The battle within our minds is so real, and we all deal with it. 
Some people have less problems with it, and I am so glad. But that goes for you, that maybe you're not struggling as much. If you didn't know, there is a lot of people out there having real problems with life. So please be kind to everyone. If you see someone that is having a hard time, just give them a smile, offer them a hand, and that will make the difference in their world. We're now at the end of this episode, and I want you to know once again, you are not alone, friend. And if you follow these steps, you can start by taking some wins in this battle. Remember to always be kind to yourself, because you're loved and you're so worth it. Please share it with other people that might need to hear it as well. Support us by downloading this episode, turning on the notifications, and adding this podcast to your library. Leave us a review wherever you're listening from, Spotify or Apple Podcast, and that will help this community grow. You can also stay tuned on our Instagram page where I will be sharing new episodes coming up and questions. And, and if you have any suggestions or you just need a friend to talk to, please contact me through our Instagram page. Well, my friends, I hope you have a blessed rest of the day and rest of your week. I'm your host, Mina, helping you become a better version of you. Until next time, friends, I love you. See you soon. 